Hey guys! You are tuning into our podcast where we discuss mental health, creating an open space for men and women to explore vulnerable parts of the mind. Here we normalize the conversation on mental health and everyday issues. Welcome to the Maya Show. We hope you enjoy. Hello, hello, and happy new year. We are nearing the end of January, meaning we are almost done with the first month of the year. How do you feel, Maya? I'm feeling good. My week was a little bit kind of overwhelming, but after just recharging, resetting, and just reeling it in, I feel a lot better because I incorporated some self-care habits. And then I also had a really good time. The highlight of my week was going to Zao Bao Biscuits. Yes. And that was so good. That was so good. <laughs> it was amazing. Such a great place for tapas. I love it. Um, one of the best restaurants in Charleston that I love to just chill and eat at when have some friends. And yeah. Them, those Bao Bao Biscuits. <laughs> you it's, were chomping them down. That was so good. Like, I, I've never had one. And so, like... When I when I saw Morgan getting one, I was like, okay, let me let me get me one too. Yeah. And then we ordered, also ordered the Pad Cow Pal, mm-hmm. and that was so good. I love like any type of Asian cuisine. So so good. I think the highlight of my week was doing poetry. Um, I love poetry just because you get to see the poets and their vulnerability, and you don't feel alone because they talk about the things that they've been through. And that just feels nice to know that, hey, um, everybody goes through something. And it's a beautiful way to um, express yourself. And you did amazing, by the way. You guys, Maya performed at the poetry (laughs) night for the first time at that location. She did really, really good. Yeah, I was nervous. Good. Like it was so nerve wracking. So good. But it was it was really fun to be able to share share my stuff as well. Um, And I want to go back to when you said that you had an overwhelming week and then you reeled it in with self-care habits because that's important. We're actually going in and talking about that today. Creating self-care habits and setting goals is definitely important, especially the beginning of the year because it can be tough. And incorporating them in your day-to-day routine is one way to feed into yourself. Yes, for sure. And self-care is not always about mani-pedis. It's not synonymous to everyone and it's different. But, and not to say that a mani-pedi is not self-care. It is. Mm-hmm. But self-care also goes a bit in depth to what can pour and feed into you. Right. We have to think about the motivation and the idea we have behind the goals. Because it's an important factor to keep them intact. So how can we keep our goals intact throughout the year and um, our lives? One way, um, Esquire.com, if I can say the word, (laughs) (laughs) Esquire.com mentions habit stacking, which means grouping together small activities into a routine, which you link to a habit already set in your day. Example, making your bed when you wake up from an alarm. And that's something I definitely look forward to, like making my bed up and then going to work, coming back, seeing a made bed. That feels so good. (laughs) It's like when you wash your sheets, and then you've showered, you've shaved, exfoliated, all that good stuff, and then you get in your sheets. It's it's so comforting. It's just a good feeling. It's the smell for me after I take them out of the dryer. <laughs> See, I also like to spray mine with lavender, like spray mm. my pillows and my comforter with lavender. Wow. That like really sets the tone. And also even sometimes um, smoking lavender or brewing lavender tea. Yeah, I mean, lavender is a peace, um, it's a calming 
plant. Yeah, it helps with anxiety. It helps with insomnia. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it just sets the tone. It really right. sets the tone. Like right, right before bed, that sets right. the tone. Practicing good self-care habits is good currency and a way to feed into yourself. I always like to compare self-care and relationships to currency because if you're broke, you can't spend. Nope. <laughs> and you can't give into relationships, i.e. spend money if you don't work and give into yourself. Exactly. So we're going to spend some time talking about a couple of ways you can habit stack and some self-care habits you can use in your daily life. Um, one way I came up with when doing my research was meditating. Um, you can practice meditating when you first wake up or right before going to bed, two minutes to an hour daily. Um, one meditation I like to use is Sadhguru's Isha Kriya. It is a 12 minute guided meditation that works through your breathing, helping you focus on the separation of who you are in this realm of space. And I've tried the Isha Kriya one time when you recommended it to me over yeah. dinner, and that was that was really nice. Yeah, I'm not the mind. <laughs> I'm not the body. That was really right. nice, and it brings you separately from your mind and your body, so that you can practice self. Where is yourself? Ground yourself, mm-hmm. and then the breathing, and then listening to the flute. I recommend everyone go on YouTube, <laughs> search Sadhguru Isha Kriya. It's only a 12-minute meditation. It's super easy. And if you don't want to do 12 minutes, he also has a, I think it's three to five minute one too. And I, I probably should have tried that one at first just because that 12-minute, I was sitting right over there near my couch. I did it after working out and mm-hmm. it felt like 30 minutes. Yeah. It felt like 30 minutes. It can be a little overwhelming at times, but afterwards you get so much benefit from it. Um, just doing it for one minute even is beneficial. Yeah. Um, another way is by journaling. Uh, when my mind is circling, I like to take a few minutes to write down all of my feelings on paper. Keisha Permenter says that journaling can help achieve goals, track progress, gain confidence, improve writing and communication skills, reduce stress and anxiety strengthen your memory, and find inspiration. There's like so many benefits. And all you have to do is take a pen, write a simple thought, and just keep going until you don't have anything else. Even if it's just, I'm hungry. (laughs) Yes. Keeping up with a journal for me has been very, very beneficial. Right. Just because sometimes the things you just can't say out loud or just trying to regroup, it's nice to put on paper because sometimes we'll text a friend and just start randomly just saying something and then you just forgot about it and really it probably didn't even need to be said it could have just been written down on paper not that it's anything wrong with texting a friend but our friends are also not our therapists and sometimes the things that are going on in our mind at that moment Mm -hmm. it might not even be that big and you've let it go and now someone else is like i hope they're okay or like they're taking on that Right, and all you needed to do was release, and you can use that journal to release. Yes. One way you can also practice self-care is just going and buying a journal for yourself. Yes. I think that is one of my favorite things to do is go to Barnes & Noble and go pick out a journal. It's one of my favorite things. But also exercising. Exercising can be a little hard at times because if you have to fit it in, you're trying to go to the gym 
and trying to do an hour, 30 minutes to an hour going to the gym, it can kind of be a little much of a hassle. But even doing a couple of exercises before taking a shower to get your heart rate up has some benefits. NWPC mentions 10 minutes of exercise, which are called micro workouts, give you better heart health, boosted endurance, lost weight, stronger muscles and improve abilities for the body to absorb its insulin. It's really about getting there. Right. That's that's the thing. <laughs> Taking an inch. Taking yeah. an inch brings you to a mile. Yes. I know sometimes when I don't feel like going to the gym, but I go anyway, mm-hmm. sometimes you're just kind of lagging. But I'm just like, I'm here, so let me, let me work out. Right. Let me put in effort. So just knowing that a 10-minute exercise that's and giving your all in that moment. Super beneficial. Super beneficial. I also put um, taking a break, giving the body a rest, even if it's just for 15 minutes to just take a breather, to do nothing and unplug, create something or don't (laughs) close your eyes and just chill. It helps your focus and boost your mood. How do you feel coming from a break at work? The point is to reset and refresh. I like that because when you're depleted, you ultimately have nothing to give. So taking that time to recharge. That's just refilling that cup. Right. My breaks at work, I like to take naps in my car. (laughs) (laughs) I am so guilty for doing that. But after leaving my break, I feel amazing and I'm ready to work. (laughs) One way I like to take a break is after work to recharge and reset a little bit is going to a coffee shop, preferably Kudu, because they have mimosas. Yes. Love me a mimosa. (laughs) But I love to sit in their courtyard and just kind of just... Kind of just lay there, drink my mimosa, yeah, and just relax because it's just a nice feeling, yeah, and especially just kind of soaking in that sun when it is warm. Haven't been able to do it because of this weather, but yeah, this weather is a little stinky. <laughs> it is. Is the snow in the upstate? Like, I wish we would have gotten that. Oh, I wish I did too, man. Seeing all those pictures and videos, I'm so jealous. Um, but the last self-care habit I wrote down um, to share with you guys is benefits of therapy. They are sky high. And we talked about that last episode. I go to therapy weekly. Even if I have to use my therapist as a soundboard for the week, I go. Without any heavy things, I still go. We talked about therapy last week, but it's part of self-care and mental illness that we will continue to endorse. The world has made it so easy to access that it's almost ridiculous not to go. And when it comes to achieving those goals, it's all about prioritizing them and creating that self-discipline so that you're making sure that you are doing the things that you have set out to do. And I would say to help with that would be setting and maintaining your boundaries, exercising your no, recharging and making sure that you're feeding into your self-care emotionally, practically, physically, mentally, socially, and spiritually. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with the setting and maintaining your boundaries and exercising your no, oftentimes we say yes to everything and we're afraid to say no. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes we commit to things when you're lacking something that your body may need, something Mm -hmm. that you may need to be doing for yourself. Mm -hmm. And we have been taught to be selfless. And we don't, we think it's wrong to be a bit selfish, but it's really all about balance. Right. It's all about balance because like I said before, when you're depleted, you ultimately have nothing to give. And if you're filling your cup 
and I'm filling my cup and your cup is overflowing and my cup is overflowing then all around juices are really just flowing yeah <laughs> juice is flowing. as crazy as that sounds but it's important because if they're not flowing then someone's either empty stagnant or given too much or and it just needs a level playing field right. all around and we have this go 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 and do 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 mentality it's because of society society has told us that we need to work hard play later and honestly if we're not we're not resting we're not going to be able to work exactly when you overcommit yourself that that's so stressful and like i'd like to say going to that selfish part for an example, I have made the goal to make sure I go to the gym. Mm -hmm. That's something that I've really been prioritizing. I've been trying to prioritize my health. And so a friend had invited me somewhere kind of last minute. And I'm like, no, because I've told myself I'm going to go to the gym. And old me would have been like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to skip out on this and I'm going to go. But and it's really just because of feeling like you're missing out on something. Yes. And so you don't want to. It's FOMO. <laughs> and see, I've never heard that before until you told me that. But I sometimes have a bit of FOMO, but I've realized you're not missing out on anything that's for you. Right. Like, you're not missing out on anything that's for you. I've also made a goal to not go out to bars a lot, do a lot of that on the weekends, mm -hmm. just because I've really just been trying to be more disciplined, focused on my goals. And so sometimes you're like, um, I'm probably going to miss out. Everybody's having a good time. Mm -hmm. But when I have went and ignored what I was supposed to do, I'm like, this is the same people, yes. same music, <laughs> same bars, same drink. Like, I'm not missing out on anything. Yeah, you can do that at home. Exactly. I <laughs> can do that at home. And then oftentimes your energy is just so depleted in that moment. And it's just not giving what it's supposed to give. <laughs> and you're like, I should have just been home. I should have just been home. And so that's you taking away from your cup. Mm -hmm. That's you taking away from you. Exactly. And that's why you need to prioritize and try to remain a little bit of discipline. And it's not easy. No. And you're not going to always get it. But that's just the human in you. Right. And so just knowing, hey, it's okay to prioritize myself in this moment. That's a really good way to just maintain those goals and right. those habits. Exactly. And all of these self-care habits are not easy, like you said, um, but they're beneficial to incorporate in busy schedules and are essential for mental and physical wellness. Uh, the idea is to step into your goals and prioritize them for the future you want. Ask yourself, what do you really want for yourself? How can I accomplish this in small steps? And when envisioning your future, what do you see? Who are you with and what do you work for? When you ask yourself these questions, you are able to presently place yourself to move in the way you want to go. Vision boards are really good for this. And see, I didn't even make a vision board this year. And I should have. I should have. I should have. I need to because I find that very beneficial. Because I know I saw yours and yours looks really good. I love it. Um, I sat down and decided this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to create a spiritual time to create my vision board. I made sure to put quotes like every day is a good day. And I made sure to put it right in front of my bed. So when I wake up in the morning, that's the first thing I see. So now every day I wake up, I see that every day is a good day. 
because every day is a good day, no matter if something bad happens. Just like last year, I went through um, two mental breakdowns that were terrible. And I also went through a really crappy breakup. I could have said, man, this was a crappy year, <laughs> but I didn't. I looked at that year and I said, this was a beautiful year. I grew a lot. I learned a lot. I was able to move to a wonderful town, which I am in love with and I have been since I was little. I was promoted in the job that I absolutely love and I have amazing friends. So I could look at that year and think of the bad things. Or I could look at that year and look at the good things. And I like that. And that kind of goes with one of my mantras I like to follow by is move how life flows. I always just feel like things are going to work out. They are. With bad things and good things, I feel like it's a part of the path. It's a part of the journey of who you are and where you're going, where you're headed. That's just important. And that also brought me to think of this concept that I was learning, Santosha. I learned that in yoga. I went to this yoga studio called The Works. And one of the teachers was just speaking on if all she had was just her breath and her to just breathe and to, to, to just be, then she would still be happy. She would still have joy because she would be content because her joy is from internal factors, not external. And so. I think we all, we do get that mixed up. Um, relationships, things, jobs, they do not make us happy. No we can only make ourselves happy. Exactly. Relationships is a big thing. Oftentimes, we'll place our happiness within that person, and then they leave, and then we're like, oh my gosh, I'm like, where's my happiness? Where's my joy? Right. That's why it's very important for you to have that outside of that person, outside mm -hmm. of that thing. They should only be adding. And that's back back to that analogy of that cup. Yeah. I know we keep saying that. Right. And juice is just overflowing. But like, no. Because someone, when someone comes into your life, they should not be your only source of happiness. That's no. draining. No, and your career so shouldn't draining. either. Your, your career, career shouldn't either. At the end of the day, that career can be snatched from you. Mm -hmm. That person, they can leave. They mm -hmm. can walk this free will. And you can lose a lot, but you still should have that internal joy inside. You will always have you. Exactly. You will always have you. So that wraps up today's episode, The Art of Choosing You, Part 2. And with Martin Luther King Day just passing earlier this week, we can't wait to come to you with our next episode, with the topic being focused on intergenerational trauma. And that is a discussion right there. Until next time, thank you for listening to our bi-weekly podcast. Don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a review and let us know what topics you would like to hear from us on our social media. Bye. Thank you, guys.